Welcome to Chalk is Cheap, a podcast about rock climbing in North America, South America, and abroad. Are there any other Americas? There are. Good call. I'm Matt. And I'm Matt. And this is the podcast dedicated to rock climbing. From 518 to 516, we'll talk to the ones that did it. And here we go. Welcome. Chalk is cheap. Episode two. Today we are here with Eric Cox, longtime local and crusher. Somebody that I look up to a lot in the climbing community here. Uh, he always seems to have an extra burn at the end of the day for his project and his motivation is super contagious. And we're really excited to have him here today. Man, thank you. Yeah, so how, how long, uh, well, let's just start. Like, how long have you been climbing for? Oh man, um, I think I don't know exact an exact age that I started, but I've always kind of like thrown it around the twenty two okay. year somewhere around there, early twenties. Yeah. And you got your start in uh, PA climbing, correct? Yeah, man. A little place called Schaefer Rock, uh, which is like thirty minutes from uh, where I lived. And it's just a little tiny crag that's like 50 feet tall with like 10 roots, uh, just basically all top rope. Um, a core psyched group of older dudes used to go there every Wednesday and I joined their little pa- posse and uh, that's basically how I, how I started. I, you know, that, that, was, uh, that was how I kind of got super psyched, bought my first pair of shoes type of situation. But. Excellent, yeah. And then take us through the prog- your progression a little bit here. How did you, you know when did you first like start sport climbing and well, get psyched on hard boulders and okay um, let's see so Schaefer Rock was the first thing and then I ended up going to this sweet gym in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania called the Climbnasium and that's where I like met some people who kind of mentored me through what it is to climb outside and. You know, uh, showed me around the local areas. Um, <clears throat> there is also a, a uh, something we call the Wednesday session, um, where in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, I used to go to two of my buddies, Patrick Andrews and Dan uh, Yates, Dan the Arborist. That's what we used uh-huh. to call him. Uh, he, those two had this garage wall, just a super tiny one single car garage, and we would get like crews of like fifteen people. We would just hang out, you know, drink beer, uh, eat pizza, and just climb every Wednesday in the you know spring, summer, fall, winter. I mean, every every season, honestly. And that's where I was like, okay, this is fucking awesome. This is when I really like took the bait, and uh, yeah, that's super fun. <clears throat> yep. So that was yeah. That was the um, that's when I started climbing outside. Got into dive base climbing in PA. Um, you know, uh, Governor Stables, Mount Gretna, yeah, you know, super, Dive Base is like a unique type of rock that's in Pennsylvania and a couple other places, and, um, <clears throat> it's just very technical, it's like if sandstone and, and granite had a baby, uh-huh. okay. yeah, that, 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 that's kind of how I usually liken it, but, um, yeah, and, you know, just continued to fall in love with it. Started venturing outside of the central PA zones. Started going into Maryland, uh, Cooper's Rock. That was my first taste of sandstone, uh, and 
lo and behold, I hadn't seen anything yet. Because uh, then I started going to the, to the new. Uh-huh. And when was that's, that? Yeah, I would say that was probably like 10 years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and that was right around... Uh, I met Micah and Stella, who, who were living at the new at the time, actually in Bishop, California. I went on a little trip with some friends. Um, my best buddy, Gus, Gus Laffey, Patrick uh, Dutterer, and stuff like that. Uh, we went to, yeah, like I said, went to Bishop, met Micah and Stella, who were also gymnasium climbers. Had you known them I just, before? I just, I knew of Micah. Okay. You know, Micah is very prolific everywhere he lives. He has a tendency to put up first ascents yeah. all over the place. So I've heard of Micah through that. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm hanging out with this dude who I've heard about. He's cool as, cool as hell. And uh, that's when we, you know, that trip is when he was selling me on the new he's like you got to come down and try try some of this bouldering man he's like no one boulders at the new but it's amazing blah 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 so uh gus and i went down to the new and that's when i was like whoa my god these monsters these these boulders are massive they're super beautiful um it's like a exploratory adventure every time you go bouldering it's just exactly what i was psyched about so uh, that's that took me to basically doing a bunch of trips to the new, and then I ended up, uh, you, know, you know, ended up moving here yeah. basically. Yeah. So that was about seven years ago. Okay. Yeah. And man, since then, you've been getting after it. You've uh, you you put down some hard sport routes, some hard boulders, put up some really cool first ascent boulders as well. Um. Can you take us through that a little bit? Like Definitely, man. What yeah. what what were you psyched on when you first got here? Well, when I first when I first moved here, I moved here a boulder and I was definitely kinda just like just bouldering. That was that was what I was psyched about. Um I moved actually moved here with a, a buddy of mine named uh Justin Smith. We we all call him Smitty. Uh-huh. And uh and we lived together uh, in Gettysburg and actually moved here to together uh to the new and uh, he was also a boulder, but he had a little taste for, for rope climbing, which I didn't really do any sport climbing or anything like that, other than just the top roping and shaper, et cetera. So we, uh, Smitty basically just started, you know, he, he just started clipping some bolts, and I uh, ended up just going out with him and <laughs> climbed some classics and realized, holy shit, the New River Gorge is sweet with cliff line too. You know these cliff lines. It, there's a reason why it's world class. You know, so um, we started started dabbling in some sport routes, and uh, yeah, that that was an amazing time in my life. An unexpected love affair. You know. Yeah, when I when I first moved into this area, you know, I was really into bouldering, and then I started getting on some of these routes at Endless Wall, and I'm like. These are just stacked, amazing boulder problems. It's just, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, there's just, and there's so much, you know, like, uh, as far as, like, the bouldering is concerned, I mean, I'm just, even in the New River proper, there's still boulders being, like, discovered. It's just, it's just crazy. It's just a huge area with a lot of potential, and, yeah, it's it's, it's wild. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, what what are some of your some highlights of uh climbing here at the new some roots and um well um i was just experiences um <clears throat> well tons of great roots i mean it's hard to even you know categorize categorize what's best and and but I would, you know 
going out to, to places like the Cirque where, you know, the first time you lay eyes on a place like that, you're just like, wow, this is majestic. Climbing routes like Skylore Engine, you know, climbing, you know, basically the, the easiest in the Cirque that climbs to the top of the cliff line, but, but you know, one, one of the absolute best sport routes in, you know, in the world, honestly. I, it doesn't get much better than that, in my opinion. Um, you know, and then even places like the hole, which, you know, smaller scale, but still just as magnificent. You go in there and you're just like, damn, just pancake piles of sweet, really good quality rock. You know what I mean? It's really fun. And <laughs> there's just, I don't know, lots of variation. It's a sweet spot. We were just out at the, uh, at the hole today, this morning, actually, and we were looking at Leather Nun. Which is oh, one that yeah. you, you got up, right? Yeah, man. One yeah. of a few, right? Yeah, but um, I, that that's one of those ones that I think it's one of the few because people are just like, no way, there's no holds. Yeah. However, it's one of those routes that I tell people all the time, you just got to try it. Because there is a way up that little, that, that, uh, that first, first bolt. Basically, that's the crux of the 13C is right off the ground. And, uh, and when you're looking at it from the ground, it just tr truly looks like a blank piece of rock, it but, sure but does. there's, but there's some, there's some, uh, tricky sequence, you know, it took, took Smitty and I actually, we, we worked that sequence out. It took us an entire session to figure it out. But then when we did, we were like, holy shit, the 13A crux is way harder than 13C crux, at wow. least, at least to a tall guy. <laughs> did Smitty do it too? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah. I high like that's one of those ones that you know people overlook all the time and I and I just always try to steer people in that direction super super short approach five minutes yeah and uh, even if you don't like the 13c crux just aid up to the first bolt and do the original porter line um, that's that goes at 13a it's fantastic you know it's a great line so very very cool what are uh, <clears throat> what are like your I would kind of jump around, but they're, they're top 10 boulders at the new. Could you do that? Is I'll try. Tough? I'll okay. try. I'm probably going to forget something, uh, but I know number one, and most people know who know me know, I would say master manipulation. I, that, that's just a boulder that I think is amazing, man. There's a, there's a history involved that I tell a lot of people that you look at the mellifluous crack and it just looks like that was where that boulder fell off the cliff line at one point in time. Endless walls, billions, no, I don't know if it's billions, but it shitloads of years old. Who knows when that happened, you know? 450 million. 450 million. Nice. I'm joking. I, <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> so, we'll just say 450 million. At one point in time, a blink of an eye, this boulder peeled off the cliff line and then perched on the edge of the second tier of the endless wall cliff line. And... It's been there for long enough that that boulder problem has been honed by the wind, you know, it's just like a, the belly of a whale. It's one of the most beautiful boulders. <laughs> and it I've climbs just seen. as well as it looks, you know, it's, it's mind blowing. So yeah, that's number one for sure. And did you project that for a while? Oh yeah, man. That, that was, uh, over, definitely over a year. I remember that you trained, uh, you had solid a, project, a solid training regimen. Yeah. You trained yeah. well, uh, on the hangboard. Yes, yeah, I had to get my crimp strength up for the end. Uh, and honestly, like, power endurance pieces like that are just not my, uh, 
not usually my forte. And uh, that one is definitely, that's a true power endurance line. Super, super cool. It's number two. Oh, number two, um, probably Death Rattle. Okay. That's, uh, that one, uh, you know, is, is holds something special to me because that's, that's a, uh, an FA of mine. And it was one of those situations where we thought we saw all the king lines of this area. And I just was out exploring with my, with my dog, Penny. And, uh, we, we just decided to go through this, this, uh, it just looked like a little corridor and uh, kind of climbed up some talus to get through it. And when, when we went down the other side of the corridor, it just opened up into this big roof with an insane, like an insane roof system, basically. Um, and there was a perfect line uh, the, the whole way up. And uh, so, yeah, it was really cool to just see that thing be ultra inspired, get, um, get a crew out there and we, put it down and, and so, it's so good just for some context this that one's at uh needles eye bouldering yep. yep. park and how hard that one's a eight or nine or something yeah there's been a little i i originally graded v8 and then there's been a few people that wanted to call it v9 and i think Shorties. it's a yeah exactly <laughs> it's it's a it's a whole different boulder problem for someone under a specific height and i'd say probably five ten five eleven range my buddy gus did um the the sequence that I that I used, but he is the absolute, uh, you know, the bare minimum. You know, uh -huh. he, he 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 really struggled to get that reach. It was mind blowing to watch him do Man, that. You know? Yeah, and and then uh, people under that height they have to do this compression sequence, uh, where you know where I just reach through it. <laughs> the compression sequence is legit too. It's not an easy easy sequence, but. But uh, but yeah, and then you just you know climb up this this crimp seam to a really fun mantle slab, um, and it's 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 epic. It's a good one. Very cool. Yeah. And did that one? Did that go quick for you? Uh, that one did go quick. Yeah, I did that like second or third try. But again, for me as a tall guy, uh, it's just you know it's a whole lot of region. That's about it. A lot of fun region, but it's a whole lot of region. <laughs> yeah, that looks looks like a good one. I love. It. I need to try that one. It's, it's a good one, man. Uh, so Father many. figure is that one up there? Father figure is definitely up there. Yeah, let's say that's number three. I just just uh, because it's definitely it's definitely in the top five. So uh, that one is is super cool. Uh, it's Needle's Eye in Minden. Um, I know you and. Uh, you and Brew were talking about um, uh, oh, Angel Eye, Angel Eye yesterday yeah. with Eddie, um, and that this is the line that's just to the right of of Angel Eye. Um, really classic, tall oh, compression V10. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Just uh, perfect moves. Uh, lots of squeezing, lots of crazy heel hooks that, and lots of uh, bump moves that don't seem like they're going to work as easy. I won't say easily, but as well as they do. You know what I mean? Um, really awesome sequence. A little bit of a spook factor uh, <laughs> until you until you do it a couple of times. Um, you wouldn't want to fall up there. No, no, definitely not. And there's there's uh, some some vari variation endings that have yet to be done on that thing. So uh, the, the psych is still alive for that boulder. For sure. Now, uh... 
past couple climbs you mentioned have all been pretty hard. Is there round that list out anything on the lower end? Oh yeah, for that sure. You would man. throw up in top for sure. five, whatnot. Like, what's your favorite moderate? Favorite moderate. That would probably be Pomfrey's punt. Um, that's a five, I think, four or five. And that's at uh, Fern Point, uh, way down by the fall line, which is a 12B route um, over a waterfall. Super beautiful uh, setting. And uh, it's just a, a mega roof. Um, it's, again, very... <laughs> I guess I like roof seams because it's very much like uh, uh, death rattle in regards to you just climbing these these really cool uh, moves on this on this juggy seam on a very steep angle and with a really, really killer top-out sequence. That's um, another spooky one. Little, little bit, unless you have someone like Micah Klinger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> behind you to pluck you out of the air. Yeah, I was up there trying it. He's like, stop, just do it. I got you. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works for him. You catch a tree sure. out of the air. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's... We'll, we'll call that one four. <laughs> and, uh, let's see, one more boulders <laughs> this past season. One I've been curious about is Academy Award. It's like a, uh, oh, yeah. FA of yours. Actually, I'm glad you said Academy Award because the one on the backside of that is Golden Globe. And yeah. That thing is, that thing's mega. Yeah. Uh, that thing is definitely deserves to be, be up there. That's like awesome. I said, there, there, there's, there's so many lines. Yeah. My brain just can't it's, handle the, it's a the process. Question. I'm not sure I can answer <laughs> it. And where is that one located? Um, that thing is at uh, on Route 41, uh, right right on the north side, just on the north side bank of south side. Across the road from Celebration? Yep, exactly. Yep. Um, and that thing is... <laughs> You know, Golden Globe is just a bunch of amazing. And you put slopes. up uh, First Ascent over there, not too long ago on that creek, didn't you? That really tall one, reaching for sunshine. Uh, walking on sunshine. Walking on sunshine. Yeah. You put up some uh, pretty hard face climbs, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've done I, I've done a few hard hard ones. I and mean, walking on sunshine is pretty pretty easy mm -hmm. in, in comparison. You know, I think it's, I would say it's probably like in the three B three range, but it's tall. So, um, and you've listed some uh, really good overhanging boulder problems, but I know you've got a sweet spot for the vert climbing. Oh, definitely. You've got around here. How is that? Oh well, especially especially when we're talking when we're talking roots. I love I love me some face climbs. Again, helps to be six foot one living in the new when you're liking face climbs. <laughs> Crimp as hard as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta like your crimps for sure. But, but yeah, man. I, I don't know. Um, as far as bouldering face climbs, God, I did like. Um, um, oh God, I can't remember what. Uh, something fierce. That was a little bit over overhanging, but mm -hmm. slightly overhanging. That's pretty techy though. Yeah, yeah. Staying on sure. some bad feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what about roots? What roots? Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, Skylar engine. That one still rings true in my head. That's probably one of my absolute favorite roots ever. It just feels like you're climbing on a on a massive statue or something. Yeah. Just huge holds, huge moves between them for a hundred feet. Uh, 
nice and restful for the most part. Lots of, like, it's, it's very bouldery. With a hard crux at the end. And a hard crux in the beginning. Yeah. And honestly, I think that boulder problem in the beginning, man, if that thing actually topped out and was its own boulder, it would be a four-star king line. That thing is so good. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you get, you know, if you're into victory whips and stuff, that thing delivers. <laughs> for sure. Um, I, I really, really like Puppy Chow. That's another one that I just, you know, I, whenever I climb on that thing, I'm just like, damn, these holds are, are, are just meant to be climbed on. They're just so good. And it has some really, really neat moves. One, in, one move in particular that I always love to do is uh, that, that one move out of the, the roof right before getting on the head wall where you kind of like, you yeah, that bicycle or a toe hook. And then you have to just release it. You kind of just oh, yeah. fly out a little bit. It's a cool move. Um, um, freshly squeezed. It's a 13B. That's way out on, in Lower Meadow. Um, at the orange... Wait. What, Sunkiss Wall? That's yeah. What it is. And that's, that was put up by my buddy Micah Klinger. That thing is uh, just a perfect arete. You know? Uh, incredible moves. Uh, perfect height, you know, it's out there. So <clears throat> if you want a, you know, very peaceful day, you go out there, you're not going to see it. He killed it with that route. That route's amazing. That route is incredible. Yeah. Uh, which one's that? Rambo wrap. Yeah. So I guess an old next bro wrap huh. or problem. Damn. Beauty Mountain. Oh, uh, Beauty Mountain Breakdown? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. I, I have, I've been on that one time. Yeah. I got on that with, uh, I think it was Aaron Schneider. And uh, just played around on it a little bit. I haven't given it, that's one that I'd love to revisit. And I think it's a good, like, pretty decent summertime boulder. Yeah. It's not, it's, like, really condition dependent. And it stays in the There's a lot of trees shade. there. Yeah. It's kind of shaky. Yeah. Tall. There's, there, yeah. There's a huge dyno to Dude, the right. Commitment yeah. issues. That yeah. that thing is yeah. sick. I want to talk about that because it blew my mind. <laughs> I'll tell you, I got. I tried that one. I've got legitimate commitment issues with that one. I will. I don't think. I think it's a little over my my dynamic pay grade for sure. That thing is terrifying. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. It's you, pretty well. You're just dynoing way off the ground. Oh well, you set up for the dyno, and you're probably I don't know maybe eight or nine feet off the ground, but it's like a horizontal oh jump out six. You know, eight, no. Yeah, six it or eight. It seems like body length, horizontal. Dynamo. Oh, it's huge. Wow. There's actually a, there was actually a visiting climber uh, recently, Mike Sabatini. He, he uh, tried it. I followed him on Instagram, and, and I saw uh, he was trying that thing in, via one of his stories, and he was putting some serious goes on it. And I don't know if he had, ever ended up doing it, but he got pretty damn close a few times what's the fall look like on that are you falling on your back from 10 feet up or um, no it, it's actually the, the the landing's not bad there's a big boulder right underneath where you set up but i don't think you're ever going to be hitting that unless you have to dry fire or something like that uh-huh. uh but i think uh as far as the landing's concerned it's fairly flat you might have a, a couple saplings or rotos to contend with but but nothing nothing scary it's it's not it's just I don't know. <laughs> it's just an epic, epic dino for sure. Um, so you had, did you get voted best climbing home gym? 
one time where you yeah what's where up you with that the best home wall in America by uh, by Matt Brewer himself the Wednesday session that was okay ah, yeah, it was yeah. that wall it was that wall yeah that was the show us your Woody Rent winner uh, back in the Urban Climber days nice uh, Gus uh, my best bud Gus uh, took a picture and he just like what the hell I'm gonna send this into Urban Climber and he and he wrote something up about it I, I'm pretty sure it was Gus or was it it, it might it was either Gus or Dan. Uh, Dan the Arborist. Dan the Arborist is a, uh, he, he's a well-spoken individual, so I could totally see him, but it was one of the two, and it was, uh, yeah, we ended up winning. It was cool. That's awesome. <laughs> I had cool. never heard that story before. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned some, some mentors earlier. Do you have some, some good mentors when you started out? Uh, yeah, man. I would say, um, Travis Galt was, was a big one when I started climbing the Climnasium. I was like, damn, this dude is crazy strong. Uh, and definitely was like, okay, I'll learn how to climb like this guy. Uh, Gus uh, definitely was mentor. He, he got, you know, he, his infectious attitude just get me psyched to go climbing outside. Uh, Patrick Andrews, Dan Yates, those are the guys, you know, that own the garage for the Wednesday sesh. Huge, uh-huh. huge as, as far as that's concerned. Um, a dude named John Becker, who was at the Schaefer, uh, Schaefer Rock uh, thing, he he, um, he was a super cool dude. You know, definitely got me psyched. So, so those are some old Pennsylvania guys? Yeah. So what was it like, because uh, Pennsylvania has a pretty big bouldering scene now. Yeah. And I guess you're coming up when it wasn't too much. Yeah, man. How, how do you think that's changed over the years? Well, I pretty much forget about the Mount Gretna bouldering competition anymore. It's just a crazy event anymore. You know, like, when, when the Mount Gretna bouldering competition first started, it was, you know, 100 people. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's, like, capped and huge amount of people. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy it, um, in some ways to go back home and go to some of the... Uh, more out there zones and still see chalk all over the holes. You're just like, damn, this is kind of crazy. This is different. Um, it's cool. You know, it's cool. And honestly, I think uh, places like Mount Gretna have a, have a really good, solid um, line of, of core climbers who really take care of, of business there. I know there's like a Adam Hartman and Ryan Ship and all those guys. Um, they, they just make sure that everything stays, you know, awesome. And uh, considering that it's becoming such a popular destination, honestly, Gretna and Governor Stable are two really good boulder fields, and they're starting to make a little bit of a name on the map. So, what's one of your favorite places in Pennsylvania? To um, uh, besides Gretna and Governor Stable, um, I would say I really, really like. Um, there's a pl- there's a place called Michaud. Uh, it's it's right outside of Caledonia, Caledonia State Park. Um, <clears throat> there's a place called Tumbling Run that's up there. It's it's basically ridgeline bouldering. Um, some really really cool uh, cool environment. Um, just lots of really good lines. Do up you there. have any first ascents in Pennsylvania that you're um, proud of? I have I have like one uh, that I that I re- remember. Actually, there was maybe, maybe two that I can remember off the top of my head. Um, that were substantial That's enough great. to be, you know. Um, yeah, one was uh, this place in Michaud State Park, and then the other, another one was uh, in Gretna. That <laughs> it's just this uh, boulder that Gus and I 
played around on it one day and uh, just for fun, not thinking much of it, and ended up being pretty fucking cool. Nice. Yeah, like a little weird little mantle palm press type type of problem, but. Nice. Uh, and and of course, there's other places a little further out in PA, Southwest PA, needs an honorable mention for sure. That place is legit. Coles Cove, the vault, all that stuff. Elk State Park, North, uh, Central PA, amazing. It's like climbing in a place where you expect fairies and gnomes to be jumping out at you and stuff like that. Really magical. We need to take a road trip. Oh, dude. Speaking of road trips, uh, did what did you uh, think of Bishop? Or did you go through the valley? Did you go out through California? Um, we we basically when we went to Bishop, we uh, we stayed in Bishop mostly. We wanted to go uh, venture up north a little bit, but roads were closed that time of year. So we ended up going to, we went to J Tree for a little bit and uh, <clears throat> did some stuff around there, but mostly just stayed in California yeah. for that trip. And then how's the bouldering in the Caribbean? Oh, man. Uh, Puerto Rico, that's like one of my favorite places on earth. And uh, <laughs> Josh Larson put out some, um, some, bouldering vids of uh, this place called uh, Yabacoa in, in uh, Puerto Rico. And it's, it's truly, you know, the videos make it look amazing, but when you're, at, when you're bouldering on these granite boulders that are just, just individually placed on this grassy hillside overlooking the Caribbean, it's a whole different... And the texture is pretty good. Texture is amazing, actually. And honestly, you know, you think Caribbean bouldering, ew. <laughs> but uh, when you go during the season, the one day that we went, uh, this la- we, we've been to Yabacoa now twice, uh, Ann, Ann and I. The first time was with my buddy Gus and his girlfriend, Soul. And we went to, uh, the day we went to Yabacoa, it was just a steady breeze. And in the, sh- in the shade, you actually almost wanted to put a flannel on, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, however, this time I went with my buddy Chris Hill and Alex Ritchie with, yeah. with Ann, and and it was like ninety degrees and sunny, not much wind, brutal. So it's all it's all a matter of conditions there, obviously. Yeah. And who is Anne? Anne is my wife. That's right. That's I was right. Shout out to Anne. Anne, and she was crushing in the Caribbean. I saw some great Instagram posts. Oh yeah, it looks steep. A lot of cave. There's activity. a lot. Yeah, there is a lot of cave and. Uh, a lot of caves, um, a lot of like really, one thing that's, that's neat about um, the, the granite there is it's all on the east side of the island, whereas a lot of the surfing's on the west side. And uh, the granite is, is different uh, depending on where you're, you're going. There's a place called Young Coast, this is like in the forest granite climbing, and it's very much like Squamish, like soft granite, friendly on the fingers in comparison to Yaokoa, which is a lot more like buttermilk's granite. A little more coarse, um, cool holds and stuff like that. But you know, a full day of climbing on on Yabacoa granite, and your skin's a little, <clears throat> little red for sure. And it, there's an arch down there. Yeah, that's been calling to you, right? Did you <laughs> did you get a climb on that? I got to climb on it one one year, uh, the first year, um, and that's in uh, uh, Cuevo del Indio, which is in the north central part of the island. It's a deep deep water soloing spot incredible steep limestone cliffs um and yeah there's an arch there that's just mega and i tried it one one year without chalk 
and uh, I just couldn't ha hang on. Sea polish limestone is a force to be reckoned with, for sure. If you don't okay. have chalk on your hands. So that that leads up to um, what what do you think about the deep water swallowing at the lake? Do you, uh, oh man, is it's, it on par with some of the places you've been? It's better, you know. That's good. Uh, lake Lake De Somersville Lake is uh, the best deep water swallowing I've ever encountered. Um, and I've, I've been to a few, like a handful of spots, uh, Grayson Lake on the way to the, the red, uh, what, you know, I would definitely say that place is amazing. Uh, it's just not, not quite the quality of Summersville. However, what they lack in quality, they make up in quantity. I mean, there's just never ending clips. So have you done lake. some proud routes over the water at the lake that you can, you remember that? Oh man! The falls, the consequences are still there. It's like yeah, yeah. I, mean, I definitely challenged myself uh, a couple years ago. Um, one in particular was uh, a woofer ret. Uh, I did that with with my buddy Chill, Chris Hill, and um, basically it's just this really, I mean, amazing feature. One of the prettiest rets uh, and, in Somersville for and sure. And Sean McCall got the. FA. He did the FA of the of the direct, in which the, is the straight up version in the deep water competition. Yeah, that the secret great. rock. That's great. Yeah, uh, the 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 version that I I did with Chill was the original version put up with by Greg Kirshner, uh several years ago, where you kind of traverse right along this crimp line in this really beautiful uh, billboard at like sixty feet off the water. Or something, yeah, right? and, and qu pretty close to that. Yeah. And it's spooky. falls from up there? Mm-hmm, yeah. How, how is it falling from that kind of height? Um, in, if you're in control, it's all good. If you fall a little out of control, a little angle, if you fall at a little angle, it can, it can suck. Have you gotten hurt out there? Um, I, nothing more than just getting the air knocked out of me. But I've got some buddies who, you know, have, have felt the, uh, the wrath of the water for sure. Yeah, there were some falls at the deep water competition. <laughs> Did you participate in that? Were you out there that day for the deep water? Uh, I was out there, but I didn't participate. That's great. <clears throat> yeah, just uh, just Roper and Lydia competed, and uh, Lydia was actually she she's one that took a pretty nasty spill off of uh, Rats Race that day. Had a little bruise on her on her uh, rib, I believe. Yeah, that, <laughs> that would hurt. She so gets it's after always there. Though. So do you track climb? I have not. No, I, I've barely done any track climbing whatsoever. Um, and I don't know, I can't really give you a good explanation as to why I have It's something to get into. Something to get into, for sure. You're saving it. For I just, man, I'm just it. so freaking over-encumbered with all the great bouldering and sport climbing right now. I it's know. Just... You can track climb when you want to. Yep, yep, exactly. Have, so have you been to Seneca Rocks? Um, I've, I've been through it. I never actually climbed there. Right, you go to the red a lot. Not at all. I've I've been there, just uh honestly as far as like rope climbing is concerned, that I, I just haven't been to a whole lot of places other than the new. And I've been to you know Colorado Jackson Falls nice. on the way, which actually I really enjoyed that. That's place. a great looking place. It yeah. So little people. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was like I was. We went there as like a short detour for one day, and I was like, it's, it's bad. I was like, this is a great place and a cool climbing community too, like super core. I really enjoyed that place, but uh, <laughs> yeah, a um, little bit in Las Vegas, but not not a whole lot. Are you doing any competitions? 
Um, some some indoor bouldering comps. Um, cool. I haven't done any in a long time though, but I always enjoyed them, especially in you know when when you when you're doing it at a home gym, and you're just competing with a whole bunch of buds. And man, so that leads time. up to you. You have a serious training regimen, and do you take your diet? Do you watch your uh, um, progress? Do you track your progress? Yeah, I only I only allow myself one pizza a day, uh, <laughs> twelve pack, twelve pack of beer every every, every morning. Twelve. This is a night. serious regimen. <laughs> How do you stay strong living um, in West Virginia? Man, honestly, my training became started becoming lax this past year when I moved to this new we moved, uh, and I moved to this new place that we that we love, but we just kind of didn't have our our training uh, situation up you know up, up in Adams so we kind of, I kind of became lax and that's one of the big reasons why we're start you know we started building this home wall but um before before we moved uh yeah I, I worked nights and I basically worked like a week on a week off and on my week on you know after I'd wake up in between shifts I would I would have like a like a hangboarding uh you know routine that sort of thing I, I loved trail run so mm-hmm. that keeps me it keeps me going on climbing rest days uh, and now I've recently gotten into mountain biking a little bit very very fun we got a lot of fun trails right around here so yeah. that's, that's that's about it and, and just climbing a bunch you know that's great keep your aerobic cardio and then you're also speaking of work uh, you're on the front line so you're a hero so appreciate that <laughs> and, and uh, thank you for doing that and Thanks, then man. Yeah, you're you're a nurse or a respiratory, respiratory therapist at the hospital, which is a big job. If there's any RTs listening, he didn't mean it. Well, no, I can edit. We can edit that out. We'll go again. So you're a front you're a frontliner too. Speaking of work, so you're a hero. So thank you very much. Oh man, how do you you're like a, living in West Virginia? Being uh, a respiratory therapist. Yeah. <laughs> You're the rest of right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, West Virginia is, I love it here. I love it. It's, uh, there's always these times when Nan and I will go traveling around the country or overseas even, and, and, and we'll be like, man, wouldn't it be cool to live here in the beginning of the trip? But by the end, I'd just be like, I want to go home. There's a whole lot of really amazing parts of living here in West Virginia we live in a great community. Um, any day I wanted to go, if, if I want to go on a 20 mile hike somewhere, I could do it and not see a single human being. You know, there's not many places that is pretty left nice. where you can do that. And that's one of the big things actually that I think about all the time. Like when we went to Squamish, sure, there were some great hikes, but man, there was a couple of trails that were, it was literally like a two lane track, <laughs> single track. Right. It's just, I don't know. That, I, I like the, the seclusion of the new. Um, we got, you know, some, some iffy weather, but I think it, in some ways I, I like that because it keeps it, keep, keeps it all mine. <laughs> yeah. And there's always places to climb in the rain if you really want to. True. This yeah. is true. What's, uh, what's the biggest roof you've seen around here? Oh, the dogwood cave, man. That's great. Bouldering-wise. That's awesome. Do you have a line in there you like? Um, yeah, uh, Chris Marley line, Gene Pool. Um, it's a 10 that's in there that, um, that, uh, I always thought was just really, really stellar movement. And then, uh, we've been there semi-recently 
and I climbed on some stuff that I think Roper or Aaron Schneider uh, did on the right side of the cave uh, that that I never tried before and I really really enjoyed some some cool dinos out of the roof and stuff like that and that place is another one that's just mind-blowing potential there's a whole the biggest part of the horizontal hasn't even been climbed we've only been climbing to the the first break that's, that's like amazing a but yeah there's a lot to be done there that's 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 um honestly the most impressive roof i've ever seen period not even just around that's, here that is amazing man you're psyched i can hear it in your voice you, oh, you stay psyched matt <clears throat> mentioned that earlier because there's certain people that bring the psych level up when they come around and that uh I think it's because you're having fun. So do you do, you do yeah. video games and mess it, uh, mix it up? Video games? Uh, no. No, I, I mean, I used to play video games, but I I, I, I read and yeah, that's watch great. Netflix. That's cool, because, yeah, downtime in West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. There's yep. a lot to do, but... Uh, Five Fantasy Seven got remade, and that used to be my... I used to consider that my favorite game. I was like, man, maybe I should buy a PS4 just for that. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I was going to get into PS4 and I definitely sit around too much. <laughs> yeah. I get, it's like, it's like video crack. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, man. What do you think this whole COVID crisis and how it's affecting the climbing and the climbing community and all that? Um, I think it's a huge shame that we have to deal with it. But I think we've been dealing with it like in a pretty good manner for the most part. Um, and I, I really consider myself lucky to be living where I, where I am. Yeah. Not, not only because there's a small amount of people here um, per capita, uh, but also, like I said, we live in a great, great place to be quarantined. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, I, I think we're, you know, I don't know. The next couple of weeks, I think, will be interesting because this is Memorial Day weekend. Um, it's already been a bit of a shit show in town the last couple of weekends. And, you know, this has an incubating period. So if it gets bad, it should happen in the next couple of weeks. And we'll have a good idea as to where we stand with, with it. But thus far, man, I think that, you know, we as a society have done a pretty decent job of staying in and flattening that curve so we'll see we'll see what happens yeah thank you do you have any uh current climbing goals or projects um man there's a there's a a ret uh that ben spaneth put up um called tms is a buddy of my matt jones is uh it was his vision started climbing on it and uh spaneth ended up doing it um the one session we were all working on it and and um it's it's amazing it's a really cool line but man it is it's it's a tough last one <laughs> up a fight huh <laughs> it's been putting up a fight for me um where is it at it's at uh celebration boulders which is also on route 41 the same right right off the road very close to uh golden globe and walking on sunshine the bullet problems we were talking about earlier earlier and yeah that's that's my uh that's basically the last boulder problem that i'm psyched on for this season uh even though the season's very much i think wrapping up and then you'll switch to ropes yeah i'll switch switch to ropes or deep water sawing okay yeah last season i basically just 
just deep water soloed over the summertime and and um, what didn't do me any favors for my strength uh, because mental strength definitely physical strength you know I, I uh, basically climb, last season was like getting on all the classics that I never got on before we had access to a boat uh, so we, I, we just did a whole bunch of awesome awesome lines of every grade um, what's a next level deep water solo project for you have you looked oh, at yeah, any of them definitely woofer direct the Sean okay Paul and that's line. like a 13 13 c yeah that's very very high on the list and that that's hard right at the very end right? at the very end however it's bolted to the top now Compliments of Matt Brewer. I saw those shiny silver bolts up there. I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, heck yeah, this is going down. It's all good. But, <laughs> yeah, we did. We had to do it for our homies. I was, I had, we had a line up there. Matt and I put up a line to the left. It's 11 plus. Starts off a ledge. And it was right there. And Roper had said, man, the deep water competition's coming. And so we fixed everything up. So that line, it is uh, super mega. And it actually oh, yeah. is golden rock. It's white and gold in sections. So, so clean. It's definitely world class. Oh, yeah. I agree. Oh, from, from beginning to end, right as you start off that ledge, you just traverse the lip of this roof and then do this really, really awesome lock-off mantle move to get established on the face. Kind of traverse along the face, and then you just establish on this perfect, perfect sharp red. I'm telling you, this red, you know, when you see it um, from the boat and stuff like that, you're just like. Damn. And when you start the red, you're at fifty feet. Uh, when, when, probably not quite fifty feet yet, uh, but you still got a good amount of climbing to go. I'd say you're probably um, thirty-five to forty feet at that point. Right. How high is the crux off the water? Fifty-five. Or so, it's like a V seven V eight or something. Yeah, and that's where that's where some people got injured. Jess, Jesse Grouper, Grouper. Yep, he he took a nasty fall on that. I think he ended up in a seat collar. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, so that one's the widowmaker. That, that one's spooky. But there's some, there were some nasty falls that you know people walked away clean from that comp. You know, people were trying hard on that on that. That crux sequence. No, that's not the only competition that we've had here. We've had uh, the Bounty a couple of years ago. Yeah. How did you play any role in that? How was that? Yeah, I played a small role in that. I worked with um, Micah and, and Roper. And that um, was the New River Bounty, Bouldering Bounty? Yep, New River Bouldering Bounty. Some basically... Big yeah. names coming to town, right? Yeah, yeah. We got some, we got some big... Uh, we had Daniel Woods and Jimmy Webb and uh, Nathaniel Coleman and... And some other more local crushers. Um, it was it was cool. J James Pearson put up a f the coolest line, in my opinion. Uh, in the comic, did this um, thing called the Pillar Project, which is like, oh man, it's it's like, it looks like something out of Oz or something. It's just like this beautiful, um, massive, you know, stone pillar basically that that climbs forty feet off a beach landing, and yeah, he ended up doing that thing. And to put it in perspective, Jim, Jimmy went up there and said, no way, right? Yeah, he said he, he'd rather not break his legs. Okay. <laughs> that is scary. That's one. scary. Yeah. Yeah, but so it's... Did you, yeah, guys, did you 
get any seconds or any repeats on any of the bounty climbs? Uh, not yet. Uh, honestly, I the only one that I was really giving a, a session to um, was King Louie. And I tried, oh man, I'll tell you, that, that, that thing is hard. You watch Jimmy <laughs> do that in that video, and it looks like it's V4, you know? He just climbs every aspect of that thing like it's nothing. And when you get on it, you see these moves, you're just like, whoa, this is so much harder than he makes it look. It just really puts things into perspective. And it's tall, and it has a, uh, a mantle that's probably in the V8 range um, at like the 25-foot mark, so... And that's Jimmy Spooky. Webb put that up. Yeah, Jimmy put that up. Let's call that King Louie. He flash it? Uh, he did it first try after working moves. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Roman, actually, he got it. He, he got the second ascent right after Jimmy. Jimmy just snaked him with that oh, first yeah. ascent. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but um, that that one, I've, I've played around on, uh, I, forget, I forget what all the lines are called, but there's a... Uh, a short ret with a dino finish um, that was in in down at, Takahashi's video down at Carnage down at Carnage mm -hmm. yeah and that one so, you basically some just some V thirteen off the of micro crimps. oh man full yeah. on all points off so you were out there spotting and hanging when they were projecting were you uh, were, did you see any bad falls because most of these were all high balls were people putting it on the line uh, people were definitely people were getting after it. But a lot of the spooky high balls with big moves, they were doing the uh, like for instance uh, CSX. We had a a line that didn't get put up. One of the couple, um, and <clears throat> um, most of those dudes tried it off the rope. So they just wrapped down and tried the move. It was pretty bad. <laughs> pretty spooky. Oh yeah, it's they. they th Jimmy said it's it it goes. Um, it probably is the hardest dyno that he's ever or looked at. Um, is this the one left the money shot? Yeah, exactly. Wow, yeah, that one looks so spooky. So, oh, yeah. It's so pretty, though. So, so pretty. I wish it went. The one at Country Club, which is a little further down the, the river, um, that one also didn't go, and that one was one that we were very, I was actually very surprised that it didn't go, but the dudes were very, very psyched on this one. Uh, Jimmy ended up putting up a V11 just to the left of that called Redneck and Rodos. Which is in Kevin Takashi's That's video. A, yeah, that, looks, that one looks great. That's yeah. a great name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what was it like? Did y'all have to find all these boulders beforehand? What was the process for that? Um, yeah, well, Mike, uh, Mike and Roper definitely probably discussed, I would say they discovered all these, but then we kind of put our heads together and thought of these so megas. many so many climbs around here to do so many projects like uh, how do you come up with some kind of list we just put our heads top climbs. just put our heads together and uh came up with a, a list of of what ifs there are some that that are amazing that we decided to to mix off that are probably you know to if we ever did another one we had we had we definitely have a list for sure and and there were some lines that i put that um I pointed out to uh, Taylor and Nathaniel, and they started working on it, and they did the actual crux move, but they didn't start from the beginning. And uh, I was like, hmm, well, there's another possibility for uh, for, for a uh, boulder bounty boulder problem. If we ever do it again, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's up in the air, but that's sweet. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It was, uh, we were kind of hoping that it would that that this precedent would kind of take off in other areas. 
people would, would offer these sort of things, but... So, have you done any multi-pitch, or have you big wall, any of that stuff? Nope, not at all, man. Yeah, me either. Um, have, so, getting into uh, video games, you don't play any video games? You don't play Smash Bros? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> that's, your da- that's, your, that's your downtime. Super but Smash Brothers N64, that is... That's old school. That is a different story, man. That is not a that's video a, game. That's, that's retro- life, brother. That's retro. Yeah, yeah. So, so Roper... Uh, he, you all have Roper great competitions. I, oh, man. It's friendly. He, well, uh, we, this, we, this is Zach Roper. Yeah, Ro- <laughs> yep, Zach Roper. He is my arch nemesis in N- uh, N64 uh, <laughs> Super what, Smash Bros. What character do you play as? I play as Samus. That's great. I've seen you do crusher workout hangboard sessions and then do a little <laughs> Smash Bros and then go hit the board. Yeah, yeah. yeah as human. Yep. No, so, no better way to rest between reps than there's do, a, uh, so if you Crush Kirby. Have you seen anything weird in the woods when you're out here uh, in the New River Gorge? There are some ghosts Hell in yeah, the gorge. Dude. And uh, the ghost stories, they're popular here on the pod. I was just talking... This isn't a ghost story, but I, this is a weird scenario. <laughs> and I was talking to uh, Alex Ritchie about this recently. The one day I was running on the Arrowhead Trails, and a peacock literally jumps out in front of me right in the middle of the trail... And I was with like, the, with the tail and everything, oh, that yeah, kind of peacock. Yeah, that you, kind of peacock. You high and dude, saw a turkey. No, well, <laughs> were you looking for Tom Selleck and uh, uh, Magnum P.I.? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I I like my brain just like went into like this weird bewilderment mode where I was like, do peacocks actually exist in West Virginia? <laughs> I don't know, do they? Are well, they wild peacocks? I, or did somebody on their farm just no, lose a that's peacock? that's exactly what it was. And, and Alex, the reason I talked to Alex about it is she, she actually mentioned it just, just the other uh-huh. day, like five days ago. She said, oh, the peacocks were out at that, at that trailer. <laughs> and I was like, peacocks? I'm like, tell me about this. Because I, I saw peacocks on the airhead trails. I heard she, trailer. I'm like, peacock trailer? <laughs> this, this is fancy. Yeah, apparently this, there's a trailer... And they own peacocks, and you can see them in the backyard, like, uh, hanging out every once in a while. I never noticed them personally. Peacock so. king. They're loud, aren't they? I I don't know. This I one think didn't. They make like a crazy tremendous. noise. Yeah, crazy tremendous noise. Yeah, he didn't. It didn't make a a loud noise, but it definitely didn't try to just, fight you or anything. Oh no no no! But I was super. I was just bewildered is the word for sure. That is great. You see the most surreal things in the gorge because you never know. It's a it's, it seems like the woods in some places and you'll be right behind the farm or it'll be adjacent to uh, another state park or something like that. I've run into hunters in the woods and you do run into different things. Yeah, you'll spook sure. a bear, you'll spook turkey. Yeah. As far as ghosts are concerned, though, <clears throat> I I came, I moved here from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, man. And I'll tell you, I used to you know run on the battlefields and I just, I've come to the conclusion that there's, there's no such thing. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Oh, man. That's supposed to be the most haunted place on earth is Gettysburg, literally. Yeah. And if you say there's no ghosts, then I believe you. Yeah, I thought you were going to say they're everywhere. Never had, <laughs> never had, a, like, 
there is a t- there's this one stretch of road called Confederate Avenue where you are pretty far away from any type of civilization, and I would let my 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 mind wander, you know, and I would just get sp- kind of spooked. And this one time there was a uh, like a I guess it's called the gaggle of geese or whatever that were on the side of the road, and I didn't see him at all, and I must have ran too close to him, and it was pitch black. And I was on this stretch of Confederate road and these things just start squawking, dude. And I'm telling you, I almost fell into a fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's my guess. Maybe they were possessed, you know? Like, <laughs> that's true Confederate geese. It's always... South rise again. <laughs> it's always something mundane. I, I get spooked out, but in the gorge here, I went down to an old an old tipple and we were hanging out at night. And some noise spooked me, I was, and I just happened to trip over a piece of steel and then land on a piece of steel on my neck. And then, like, a drink I was holding splashed up and hit me in the neck, and we were all in the dark. I started feeling water on my neck, and I was like, oh, I've, I've cut I'm myself. Bleeding. I'm bleeding out. <laughs> and we were in the dark. And my friend was saying, what's wrong with you? And I, I grabbed him by the shoulders and started shaking him. And I was going, I'm dying! And he was going, man, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I was oh, like, this man. is it. And then we got a light, and yeah, it was just uh, water. <laughs> See, that, that Thank was, God. I had an adrenaline, I had a moment. But we can edit all this out. <laughs> sure enough. This is great. You know, we've covered some, some serious ground. And what I'm gathering from it is is you're kind of an expert on the bouldering areas. And I think the rundowns, Hawk's Nest Dam has a great location mm-hmm. with some classics. There was a bouldering comp there, an outdoor bouldering comp there at one of the New River Rendezvous. Yeah. That was pretty cool back in the day. Yeah. And did you I do any of the... had one recently, too. Oh, uh, great. Cool. Um... Phil PRG, I think, hosted uh, a comp that would basically encompassed uh, Cotton Bottom, Cotton Top, and Hawk's Nest. That's cool. Did you get to go to any of the New River Rendezvous back in the day? Yeah, yeah. I went to the 9th, 10th one. Nice. Those were awesome. Oh, man. They were so good. Did you get in trouble? Nah, 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 no, no, I don't. Care about <laughs> you had to think about it. <laughs> yeah, they had some. Great, I don't really know. They had some special guests. That's I don't remember. Yeah, we got in trouble. I um remember the special guests and the good times. Yeah, they had some good ones. I mentioned that party out west, and people were like, "Did you go to the one where we had nine gallons of vodka and Red Bull or something?" It was. It was a lot. <clears throat> I, think, I, I think it was around... Maybe it was the Kraken Classic. But do you remember when Don, we, we had a naked dude? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Uh, Those are the original... The Dancing at the Rave. Yeah. The Rave Dance. He kept trying to grind up on my girlfriend, and I had to get in, the, in between. Terrible. <laughs> 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 yeah, take one. So we're going through a list of things that, to talk about right now. One thing I wanted to ask you about is your dry skin. You're notorious. <laughs> oh, that's for a question. What's that's your secret? Do you apply hand sanitizer all throughout the day? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, at work, I, I definitely wash my hands a good bit. However, I don't, 
I think that that causes a little bit more of an issue for me in splitting, dry splitting in the wintertime. So you're I saying don't it's think, a bad thing. I don't think it's the secret uh, because I, I work with a bunch of other healthcare professionals that wash their hands just as much and they don't have my issue. But yeah, I don't, you know, I it's a blessing and a curse. The bouldering season, I have a tendency to have what I call the perma splits. And there's these splits that, that uh, start at the uh, edge of my cuticle and kind of tra- traverse their way across my fingertip. And they just don't heal. Once it starts, it stays that way until deep water solo season. And then when I get in the lake, for some reason, the lake just does a great job of clearing it up. And um, I've tried so many things in the, in the past to fix that, but you try no utter cream. I've tried utter cream. Oh yeah. Tried, I've tried everything, man. But um, uh, conversely, hemorrhoid cream. I have a tendency to be able to project sport routes in the summertime where most people are like, how the hell are you climbing today? It's like 85 degrees. And I, and I, I won't be, you know, it won't be primo conditions, even with my skin, but I can still hang on to shit that, you know, uh, I think a lot of people have uh, trouble. I'm so jealous in the summer. In the summertime, yeah, it's a good thing to have, my problem, for sure. Well, we can't wait to get back with you after your summer and check in with your deep water adventures yeah. and your summer projecting. Summer proj. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely, the, the, the spark is... Has, has been ignited uh, w- with this home wall. So it's going to be good to get back into a training training regimen for sure. Yeah, we're excited to train there with you. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a great great place to chill. Uh, except Matt, Matt, Matt's been killing it with the construction. We're going to have a sweet little balcony area. We can watch people climb. The uh, gallery. Yeah, <laughs> the gallery. Exactly. We'll have a whole set of Encyclopedia Britannicas to sift through between burns. <laughs> that's right that's right yep so. what do you th- think about like uh the new river gorge and climbing and the future of it and access problems and you, do you think there's anything we need to look out for here yeah yeah um the the one thing that uh the coronavirus actually uh, led me to put a post that became a popular one on the new river gorge climber page and, and basically, it wasn't about, like, it got tossed, like, my, my, my point got tossed around so much in the comments. Um, people were, like, you know, accusing other people of climbing during the pandemic, blah, 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 and that, how bad that is. Well, the, the main point of my post, uh, this, 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 this thing that I did on NerdWords Climbing was basically letting people know that people from out of town got to be nice to the, the local natives. Uh, that's it's a big big issue um, when we're when we're parking along Route 19 um, and and being assholes to people uh, you know cutting people off flicking people off you know that's a big issue uh, a lot of these areas that we climb at aren't like the access isn't set in stone it's not like we own this land a lot of it's private land that is just you know people are like giving us the the go ahead doesn't take very much. Uh, to, to ignite a few people's, you know, emotions and uh, get that all taken away from us. Um, the reason I even posted that to begin with, I kind of uh, shared a link to this, this woman who is a, lo- a local. And, man, she had like 100 comments. 
and it was all about some some dude flicking her off and and all these people that from out of state during this pandemic and that you know just being really disrespectful and that's just not the way we got to be around here so that you know as long as we can maintain a good you know rapport rapport with the the locals you know i think we're we're solid man that's cool you opened up that dialogue because that is an issue with the parking lots. I've noticed that this area may change to an actual national park. It's got the designation of National River now, but these parking lots are definitely in the community's view. That's probably our most high visibility thing is right there on 19. Yeah, man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, excellent point. Yeah. But but overall, wave, you know, be kind and courteous. Exactly. Clean up your trash. Yeah, man, like, it's huge. And honestly, I think in, in the new proper and stuff like that, we, we we have a pretty good relationship for the most part with um, with with uh, park service and stuff like that. We've been pretty pretty chill with them. So yeah, thank goodness. Yeah, exactly. Well, that about wraps it up here. Thank you so much for coming and talking Dude, to us. Thank Eric. you. I had a great, great time chit-chatting. Yeah, thank sure. you, Eric Cox, for joining us on Chalk is Cheap. Yeah, thanks, guys.